0: Welcome to Fit for the Kingdom. Hey everybody out there in podcast land. Welcome to another episode of Fit for the Kingdom. I am your host, Dusty Young. And I hope that this episode finds you happy and healthy. Um, Today's going to be a short episode because it is my birthday. And um, I wasn't able to record on Thursday because I was traveling and uh, was spending some time in North Dakota ministering up there. And uh, so I wanted to make sure that even though it is my birthday today that I still was able to drop an episode because, um, you know, if we have too many times whenever I skip I am a lot uh, more prone to skip more often so time to get back to the grind even if it's for a shorty hopefully this will be a shorty but a goodie. Um, I want to talk today very briefly about what do I do when I fall off the wagon what do I do whenever I Cheat, or whenever I splurge, or whenever I binge, <clears throat> whenever I uh, break this uh, way of eating, and I go back to my old ways for an evening, or for a weekend, or for a week, or whatever it might, whatever it may be. Um, what do I do? So I think the answer is quite obvious as far as like the overarching answer, like the the vague, the big answer. The big answer is get back to where you were. Um, Do the things that you were doing beforehand. Uh, If you think that you're going to be able to make this lifelong uh, healthy journey without slipping up from time to time then you're sorely mistaken, it's going to happen. And uh, so the question is what do I do when it happens? Number one, I think that it's extremely important uh, that we kind of approach this with the right mindset as uh, kind of the bulk of of these episodes have been pointing towards health is inside first, then outside. And so I want you, the first thing, I, you know, you may think the first thing you need to do is drink a bunch of water or the first thing you you need to do is go for a run or something like that, but those are outward things. What I want for you to do first is an inward thing. And this is what I've made a practice of um, because there have been plenty of times whenever I have fallen off the wagon, or you know, maybe it's not me falling off the wagon, Maybe it's me you know rewarding myself for a bunch of hard work. Um, I think that I think that if we can get ahead of the ball, Internally, then getting back on track is going to be a lot easier, you know. So an example is, uh, <laughs> my wife was driving me uh, back home so that I could preach one day. We had been visiting her family over in uh, eastern, northeastern Louisiana, and um, I it, we were it was very early in the morning. I had to preach that Sunday morning back uh, home. And we were traveling, um, you know, we were driving at probably 5 a.m. or so trying to make it back, and I just told her, hey, I'm, I'm getting really sleepy, and uh, I need to rest because I know I'm going to preach hard, so I'm going to get over in the passenger seat and I'm going to take a nap. Well, I, we pulled over at a pilot gas station, I got in the passenger seat, I said, I love you, and, uh. I'm gonna to go to sleep now and I went straight to sleep well after a little while uh, I woke up and I see signs that do not say what they should say rather than saying you know our city is just a few miles away these signs were talking about Mississippi and talking about you know things that were east of us not west of us And I looked up and I realized that for the last hour or so that I had been napping, that my precious love of my life soulmate, the sweetness, had gotten back on the interstate going the wrong direction, and we had been driving back east again rather than back west to go home. This is a perfect example for what I'm talking about because for many of us, um, there's a big difference between leaving that pilot gas station getting on the interstate the wrong direction and realizing it in one exit versus realizing it an hour later whenever i've woke up from my nap and so i think that i think that it's super important that we kind of front load this so that you know we have a realistic perspective i'm not going to eat perfectly from you know this day until the end of my life I'm going to have times whenever I uh you know don't have my diet perfectly in check and um but again whenever I slip whenever I fall there's a there's a big difference between one exit and an hour of driving in the wrong direction so if we can keep this if we can keep our I want to use air quotes here if we can keep our break our diet break or our cheat meal or whatever it is, if we can keep it to a minimum, then you will have a much, much easier way, uh, easier time getting back where you were. Um, I, uh, you know, it, it, it wouldn't do us any good for me to sit here and talk about how the answer to getting back uh, on the wagon whenever you've cheated is to just simply not cheat because that's not an answer. Um, you know that's 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 not an answer that will help so let's go internal for a moment okay let's go inside and let's ask ourselves um, you know if if we if we fell off the wagon if we cheated if we whatever you want to call it, the first thing that I like to do is an assessment internally and I ask myself, okay, why did I do that?" Now, I know this may be simple, maybe too simple for you, and you're like, you know, Dusty, uh, give me the good stuff. Tell me to go on a run. Okay, well then go on a run, for Pete's sake. I mean, but it's it, this is only gonna help us if we treat health correctly, and that's inside, outside. So, first go inside, go internal, and think about the things that you've not wanted to think about. What just happened? First of all, was this a binge episode? You know, were you stuffing your face, eating at a high velocity, um, eating in private so as nobody could see you? You know, do you uh, what what behaviors did you exhibit, or was this something that was more social? It was maybe celebratory? Something that might maybe occurs once a year. For instance, today is my birthday, and I don't know what I'm going to eat sweet. I'm probably going to have something sweet tonight. But I'll tell you what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to drive an hour the wrong direction uh, on my diet. Meaning, uh, while I may have a slice of cheesecake, I'm not going to have an entire cheesecake. I'm not going to follow that cheesecake up with uh, some freezing moo rolled ice cream and then follow that up with french fries and, uh, I don't know, other bad things. You know what I mean? So... It's like if you do decide to celebrate, if you do decide to intentionally step off the wagon for a second, monitor how much you get off. Because what we don't want is, and by the way, if you have just begun your journey, um, it, it's not the time to do this, okay? let this. Let this be something that you plan. Let this be something that's intentional. Let this be something that is a celebration. You know whether it's a personal landmark, you know, in your weight loss journey. For me, I did it like every twenty to twenty-five pounds, I think. Um, And then once things got harder, once I got to like the fifty-pound mark, I started celebrating every ten pounds. But it's not going to do me any good if I celebrate every ten pounds by having you know a weekend of binging that I gain out of that ten pounds. I gain six of six or seven of it back. Then you know, then what do I do whenever I hit that ten-pound mark again? I go out and binge again. That's you see. This is a recipe for disaster. So first, go internal. Ask yourself, what did I do? Why did I do it? Um, You know. And I'm not going to say. I'm not necessarily going to say how could I prevent it because I I'm not going to prevent myself from a slice of cheesecake once a year on my birthday and uh, once a year whenever I celebrate my mom's birthday. I have a slice of cheesecake. I'm I'm going to keep doing that uh, because the 363 days of the year, I'm going to do my very best to, to intentionally be dialed in so that those two days don't hurt me. And, yeah, before you think about it or, or ask me, yeah, I, I, I'm sure that I do uh, get off the wagon more than just two days a year, but I'm hoping that I prove my point here. Um, and when I do, I, it's just a quick little step rather than uh, a 100-mile journey off the wagon, so internal first, evaluate what you, what you did, why you did it, what it looked like, and, um, you know, have a real honest conversation with yourself. The main thing is not to scold yourself, but the main thing is to inspire yourself to do better. Um, you know, that's, that is, I, am not going to afflict myself. I'm not going to, uh, you know, break myself down and, and you know hate myself over it that that would just create more poor eating behaviors so i'm i'm going to instead inspire myself i'm going to refocus i'm going to get my mind back in the place of good health and you know what i had to do or what i did quite often is i started listening to a health based podcast i watched some documentaries you know about Uh, diet about good eating Uh, I watched YouTube videos of nutritionists talking I watched and the point is that I get my mind in the right direction of health or I get my mind on healthy things and uh, that's a big step big step internal inside health to uh, to getting back on the wagon okay now uh, so so get your focus back Meaning, focus on health. Um, you're, you're typically I'm either focused on on uh, taste and uh, enjoyment, or I'm focused on health and feeling good. You know, it's true that there's a big amount of enjoyment out of binging. You know, there's a big. There, it's true. I'm. I would be crazy if I told you that wasn't fun or it didn't feel good or, you know. That's. I mean that's that's why it developed itself into a habit. It's because it felt good. Um, but what I notice is what feels good in the moment does not feel good when I wake up the next morning. you know And so I begin to evaluate my energy levels when I'm off the wagon. I begin to uh, evaluate my digestive health. bingo bongo, that's a big one. Uh, my digestive health whenever I'm off the wagon. And what I can do here is I can start to associate, rather than it only being positive thoughts about the comfort or about the enjoyment or about the taste, I can begin to associate true, I'm not lying to myself, true negative effects or negative consequences with what eating poorly does to me or what, how it makes me feel. And so, um, I, this is just, you know, sorry, but this is good advice. All right. You don't have to tell me it's good. I know it's good. Um, have you ever had a particular meal or particular type of food that made you sick and uh, and then like you just had a bad relationship with that particular type of food? You know, you ate barbecue at one family outing and, you know, you it, it made your stomach sick. And from, you know, from then on, just the sight of barbecue kind of turned your stomach a little bit. Why is that? It's not because the barbecue that was set before you now is the same barbecue that made you sick. It's because you have an association with it internally and you don't think about how the food tastes. You think about how it makes you feel. Well, what if we could do this to where the moment that we stepped off the wagon and we evaluated not how it tasted, but how we felt the next day or how our stomach felt or, you know, if we did this, then we could actually begin to turn ourselves away from food that's bad for us from an internal perspective, and allow that to fuel our desire to eat well. Um, this is only going to work long term if we can find a way for our desires to change. You know, for our, uh, you know, there are some things I I may never crave. Uh, I, I doubt that I will ever get to the place where I just crave broccoli. But I have gotten to the place where I crave chicken breast, where I crave uh, ground beef, where I crave, uh, you know, um, eggs, uh, where I crave yogurt. And I can honestly tell you that I do not crave sweets. This is one of the biggest reasons why uh, I encourage people, uh, do what you have to do to eat right, but try to taper off from uh, from so many keto approved or keto friendly sweets I'm not saying don't ever have them uh, what I'm saying is don't binge on them because all this is going to do is this is going to continue feeding your poor eating behaviors so uh, think back on not how it tastes think back on how you feel once you've done it or once you've eaten that way and try to attach uh, poor energy poor feeling with those bad foods and good feeling good energy with the good foods and all this is gonna do is reinforce what you're already trying to do and that's just make better choices okay now let's talk about some practical things some external things now that we've done the internal let's do the external what to do to get back on the wagon um, so the first thing the first thing that I would encourage you to do is to fast now you know before you gasp and you're like oh god I'm gonna go into starvation mode no it doesn't quite work like that what I'm saying is uh, you know go to sleep wake up the next morning you're in a fasted state now let's not waste that fasted state okay if you uh, if you ate like a jerk the night before, and you go to sleep and you wake up in the next morning. You wake up in a fasted state, so let's use that to your advantage. Okay, the next day when you wake up, I don't want you to get up and eat a really really big breakfast. We need to we need to have some very low calorie uh, days, um, you know, to kind of balance out the the average calorie intake for the week so uh, what I'm saying is like you know if I if I really went off the deep end I may fast the next 24 hours I may not eat until the next evening and by the way when you eat do not binge all over again when you eat eat sensibly okay but uh, this is a very very good time to use something like intermittent fasting Um, you know decide I'm gonna skip breakfast the next day and uh, I'm going to eat lunch and when I eat it will be sensible okay now when it comes to what you eat we need to we need to definitely go low-carb because uh, one of the biggest issues with binging or getting off the wagon or eating sugar or whatever it is that you've done one of the biggest problems is how it will reflect on the scale And it's not because you have added three pounds of fat in one meal. Quit thinking in those terms. Your weight does not work like that. All right? It's 3,500 calories to one pound of fat. And uh, you would have to really, really, really eat like a jerk to put that on uh, in such a short amount of time. Now, if what you have done was not just one meal or not just one day and it's been an entire week or it's been an entire weekend, yeah, you may have actually regained some fat. But let's average it out. Let's cut it down. Okay? Now, don't go into a week-long fast. Don't do that. Uh, But we are going to need to lower your calories uh, to make up for what you've done. Okay? Um, Now, uh, how should I do this? When you do eat... I want you to focus solely on protein get as zero carb as you can and at least for a day or two I want you to even lower your fat intake the purpose for this is so that you can uh, hit you know still hit moderately close to your protein goals for the for the next day or two but you're not going to have that excess calorie or excess fuel that you that you're taking in by the fat or the carbs that, that pair with the protein so meaning that protein can be taken in for what it needs to do and your body can still be burning the fat and the carbs that you ate uh, whenever you were you know off the deep end. So focus on focus on lean protein and try to go zero carb. So you know this would be this could be uh, you know chicken breast, shrimp, uh, but make sure it's not swimming in butter, okay? I mean it whenever I say lean and that's not just the cut of the meat, but it's also what you cook it in. Okay, so, uh, yeah, do some crock-pot chicken, uh, maybe a turkey burger or something like that, some ground turkey, some, uh, you know, things like that, okay, that, that, are, uh, that are lean. You, uh, eat some tuna, eat some salmon, maybe, uh, maybe not so much on the salmon because it is a little bit of a fattier fish. But uh, nevertheless, focus on protein and keep your fat and carbs to a minimum. I mentioned earlier drink a lot of water. Yes, drink a lot of water. Um, what we're trying to do here is we're trying to get that water weight back off of you again, uh, because that can it can really make you feel rough. You you ever eat, eat and pour and you feel puffy, you feel bloated, you feel you know just kind of sickly. Let's just ugh, I don't feel right. A lot of that is probably water retention that you're feeling. And so in ironically in order for us to get that water off of us we need to put water in us because whenever your body senses that you're not getting quite enough water which a lot of us do by the way whenever we eat poorly we begin to drink less water what your body does is it actually holds on to the water because it says they are not you know they're not giving me enough and uh, you'll retain that water for longer so ironically in order for you to get rid of the water that it that you're holding on to your body you need to drink more water, uh, you know, and, and your body will say, okay, good, I've, I'm getting enough, and it's time to flush all of this, uh, you know, intracellular um, junk that I, junky water that I've been holding on to. Now, whenever you do this, you might want to add in uh, a little bit of electrolytes, um, a little bit of sea salt, even if this is when you're cooking, sea salt or, or uh, pink Himalayan salt or something like that. Uh, make sure that you're getting your magnesium and uh, and uh, make sure that you're getting your potassium as well okay um, so try intermittent fasting drink a lot of water if you uh, if you ate like a jerk I keep saying that just because I don't like the term cheating you know cuz I think that we actually can use this to our advantage but anyways if you uh, if you ate like a jerk and you are in um, a place where you can exercise do it. Do it. You can actually use this to increase your muscle mass. You can ride this. Now that doesn't mean that you should go seek out a cheat day and be like, I'm just trying to increase my muscle mass. No, that's, no, no, let's not do that. Um, but if you ate a lot, you can use that to go to the gym, lift very heavy, not so much that you injure yourself, but lift what heavy for you low reps uh so you know if you're doing bench press go very heavy but only do about four reps and do i don't know three or four sets uh, of these big complex lifts and i realize that i've not spent a lot of time on this podcast really talking about exercise the main reason is because as i mentioned in a very early episode you cannot outrun a bad diet and so this has got to start in the kitchen before we ever get to the gym but this is a good remedy Uh, you know for dealing with getting back on the wagon back on track so if you can go to the gym and lift heavy uh, and then spend a little bit of time in some very easy cardio I'm talking like uh, you know treadmill on an incline and I know before you're like what easy I heard you out there Um, listen that's that is considered easy cardio because all i mean is not effort level i'm talking about how easy it is on your joints you don't want to go to the gym destroy yourself with heavy weights and then also destroy yourself in uh, in terms of your joints by like going on an extended run or something like that don't do that don't do that um the uh we need some 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 steady state cardio that's not so hard on your joints so a slow Uh, a slow speed um, incline on the treadmill or the elliptical or walking is ideal okay Um, if you'll do those few things you will snap right back into ketosis you'll get right back on track and it will be like it never happened okay so let's review before we close out because I'm near the 25-minute mark If I'm not careful this won't be a short episode number one look internal ask yourself why did I do this Um, be honest with yourself try to uh, try to evaluate not what it tasted like but try to evaluate how you feel and then associate that with the behavior that you just exhibited if this is a celebration if this is something that only happens very very rarely then give yourself a break you're all right okay but if this is something that is uh, you're you're trying to revert back to a previous behavior We've got some internal things to work out, some things to evaluate and to work through, okay? So go internal first. Get your focus back in the right direction. Uh, You know, listen to some older episodes of my podcast again, some things that inspired you before. Listen to them again. Uh, Go on YouTube, uh, you know, type in weight loss motivation or something like that, and get get your eyes on something that will push you back in the direction of progress rather than regress, okay? Those are internal things. Externally, give, interma- give intermittent fasting a, sh- a shot. Um, if you have really gone over the over the edge, um, you might want to try a 24-hour fast or something like that. If not, then at least skip breakfast the next morning and eat a very sensible lunch. When you do eat, make sure that you prioritize protein Uh, that you even slack off on the fat and the carbs, go with a lean protein, drink lots of water. If you're in a condition to where you can go to the gym, lift heavy and do some easy cardio. If you're not in a place where you can go to the gym, then just do some easy cardio. Go on a walk, okay? We need to burn the excess fuel that you have taken in, so that's what we're trying to do. Okay, and the reason why I'm pushing you towards fasting or intermittent fasting is because it is it is counterintuitive for us to need to burn off the excess fuel and we're still taking more fuel in. Okay, so hope this helps. Uh, these are some very practical things, and uh, guys, it's gonna happen along the way, so prepare for it up front whenever you are, you know, whenever you're going into it. Uh, it's best if you can go into it planned and be like, you know, I'm, I'm celebrating my birthday. But even though I celebrate my birthday, I don't want to wake up feeling like, you know, feeling terrible tomorrow. I don't want to wake up feeling like I'm 400 pounds. So for me to do that, I'm going to have to eat sensibly um, and enjoy a little bit of cheesecake. And I'm going to be just fine. All right. Love you guys. Hope that you're staying on track. Shout out to all the folks that are making big progress. Uh, I plan on sharing some names and a couple stories uh, within the next few episodes. Love all of you guys. Be blessed. See you next time on Fit for the Kingdom.